The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hello and welcome to the Autosport Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Kalanorkas. Well, good morning from Tuscany. You join us on the way to the track ahead of the pre-event media day for the Tuscan Grand Prix at Mugello. Now, you may be able to tell from the uh, the background noises that um, Jonathan Noble, motorsport.com's F1 editor, and I are uh, doing another one of our bite-sized podcasts from the car. Now, actually doing it ahead of the day for a change uh, because some pretty big news has just broken. Well, it all sort of kicked off last night, really, but the final piece has fallen into place this morning for the puzzle that is the Racing Point Aston Martin, as it will actually be in 2021, driver lineup for next year. In terms of Sergio Perez is out and Sebastian Vettel is in. Sergio Perez made his announcement first, saying that he will be leaving the team where he has raced since the 2014 season. Uh, to, he's not really sure what he's doing yet. He's hoping to announce his future plans soon. But he sort of uh, he, he got the first message in, as it were. And then this morning, as we were getting ready to head to the track, uh, the news broke. We were expecting it to come through at about 9am local time. And indeed it did. The Vettel is coming in uh, on a deal with Aston Martin. It says that he signed up for 2021 and beyond, which presumably means he's got a multi-year deal, but there'll be various break clauses. So, John... As you negotiate the uh, the narrow, winding streets, we're um, oh, we're passing a, we're passing a a statue of a deer that gave me a particular fright as I drove us in on uh, on Tuesday. Thought it might be leaping into the road. Fortunately, the uh, bronze statues tend not to do that. We're heading into the track from our Airbnb accommodation, which is, is very nice. It's in a little sort of hamlet, uh, sort of overlooking overlooking the town of Borgo San Lorenzo, which is very very close to the Mugello track. So, John, what's your reaction to the news this morning? It's one of those surprise and no surprise, really. It's, it was, it was rumoured, you know, a long time ago um, when wind of it first got out, and it seemed it was kind of 90% happening back then. 
uh, and then it went quiet. Um, Racing Point were moving to play the whole thing down. Checo suddenly said he wasn't talking to other teams and, and everything kind of disappeared. Uh, and then even last week, I saw an interview, Otmar Safnau was asked by the German publication Automotor and Sport, um, what can you tell us about the Sebastian Vettel chances for next year? And he said he was never considered. And then suddenly 48 hours later, it's announced. So some quite strange shenanigans, I think, going on in the background. Um, it shows a statement of intent from Lawrence Stroll, um, just about his ambitions for the future, where he's taking that team. Some people won't be happy that it's Checo who's had to take the hit. But I think it's going to be fascinating seeing just what um, a driver like Sebastian Vettel can do for a team like Aston Martin. Indeed, it is, a, it is an interesting statement of intent because, as you say, he's, he's opted not to take what on paper, when you consider the, the course of their Formula One careers, is the stronger lineup in terms of Perez and Vettel. But actually, if you look at results this season, Lance Stroll is at the time of recording ahead of the Tuscan Grand Prix. He's in fourth place in the standings. He's got a podium last weekend. Now, I am of the school of, uh, of, the school of thought that that was a bad result, actually, third place in the Italian Grand Prix for Lance Stroll, because uh, the position he was in at the, at the second restart, the second standing start, he should have won that race. That car, we think, is, uh, is basically the third fastest in F1. And he ends up finishing third behind, uh, behind the Alfatori Pierre Gasly and Carlos Sainz Jr., although probably, probably on the day in Italy, Sainz uh, and McLaren had the, had the better package of those, uh, of those cars on the podium. Uh, but yeah, I, I still think that was a, a pretty a pretty weak result actually from Lance Stroll, considering uh, considering how tough it was to overtake. Um, but in terms of his overall results in 2020, okay, yeah, Sergio Perez missed two races. He was very unfortunate to be uh, to, to you know to have those positive tests for coronavirus that get him out of the Silverstone races. But he's not had a great season, Perez. There's been there's been plenty of promise and sort of under deliverance. His starts have been a bit of an issue. He's gone backwards a bit like Valtteri Bottas. I think both times in Hungary and and in Italy, both times they've had uh, poor starts together which is which is some something of note anyway um but yeah Perez do you think do you think he's been I think he's been hard done by in this or do you think it's it's just a case of I mean I mean I don't know really he's like he had a three-year contract but then as we know and it's what sort of frustrated me when I saw various comments on social media when the sort of vessel speculation first started building about oh but Perez has got a three-year contract well actually you know there's always break clauses in these things and there's always a way of getting out of a deal even if that means you have to do another deal that involves sort of compensation or something so yeah John what does this news mean for Perez? I think emotionally it's you know pretty tough on Sergio you know he's stayed loyal to that team through thick and thin um, he's delivered them podiums. Uh, he's been a you know really strong racer, um, and it looked like it was all coming to a culmination this year. The, this year's racing points, the best car he's had in his career, I think. But somehow it's just not clicked um, for, for reasons that are probably you know only only maybe he can explain. Um, you'd have expected him to you know nail this car in qualifying, nail the car in races, be the man bringing the best results. But um, in Hungary, when the car was perhaps the second best out there that day it was Lance Stroll who did the better job Lance Stroll who didn't fluff the start um, at Monza last weekend where there was an opportunity for someone other than Mercedes and Red Bull to win uh, it was Lance Stroll who was leading the way and Sergio wasn't really up there so I think from Racing Point's perspective with the results the way they were going I think they had every reason to feel that if, if there was a moment where they could justify not continuing with Sergio Perez it was now because you weren't battling against the fact that for example Sergio had 70 points and Lance Stroll had 30 actually Lance Stroll's got more points he's delivered the podium he's generally you know been the one having these more starring performances um, and in the harsh world of Formula 1 
you only need a sliver of an excuse to do something and it happens absolutely i do i do hope the decision wasn't based on the monza race and the fact that he secured the podium because as i said i think it was a, a win lost as opposed to sort of a podium gained if that makes any sense at all um, but uh, what do we think of the timing of this announcement because one of the one of the more amusing things about it is that we are heading into the track um for the start of what is a big ferrari celebration where sebastian vettel is currently racing there the team's 1000th formula one world championship grand prix um and sort of it's not not been overshadowed is probably the wrong word but it's it's interesting timing that Sebastian Vettel who of course we don't think wonderfully happy to be told that he wouldn't be to, uh, wouldn't be continuing with Ferrari and the sort of the reasoning being you know it was during the coronavirus lockdown and and things like that and they wanted to wanted to suddenly take a new new direction a new future so is it is it is are we, am I reading too much into the fact that this has been announced on the morning of uh, the the start of the Ferrari's big celebrations John uh, I don't think so. I think it's just a little bit of mischief, isn't it? Teams like scoring little um, box ticks against other teams on and off the track. Um, and if you were going to not necessarily you know, cause trouble for Ferrari, but a little bit of bit of mischief, um, how best to do it to announce that your kind of four-time world champion driver is going to another sports car manufacturer next season. Um, and there's also one other little nice piece of symmetry uh, today, I also understand that it was on this day in 2006 that Michael Schumacher announced his retirement. So you've got a bit of a bit of a double whammy there. So Seb, Seb could just justify it by saying, "Oh, I wanted to do it on the day that Schumacher confirmed he was leaving Ferrari." But I'm sure there was a sure Racing Point won't be too unhappy about announcing this uh, today uh, as we all head to Ferrari's 1000th Grand Prix. Well, if that is the case in Vettel, um, it might be worth noting that Schumacher had considerably more success at Ferrari than he did. But anyway, I, uh, I digress after making that rather rather snarky point there. Let's stay with Vettel and thinking about what this move means for him and the, the rest of his career. You know, it's, it's fair to say he's, he's very much approaching the end of it. Uh, maybe maybe he wouldn't have expected to, to be moving to another team once he joined Ferrari and you know, he was getting that succession of, of new contracts. Um, but it's a pretty it's a pretty good move you know Aston Martin very very famous motorsport name he references that in the release as a, you know a legendary motorsport mark which it which it absolutely is and obviously the racing point in terms of its design okay the sort of the tracks lately haven't really suited it that probably was a factor in the in, in the fact it wasn't the the quickest package at Monza because it's, 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 it's more suited to the sort of high downforce tracks incidentally which we will be seeing this weekend at Mugello so ultimately he's ended up in in rather a good place considering where he's coming from okay he's losing his seat at the most famous team in formula one and the most storied team in f1's history at ferrari but ferrari's not going to be winning next year it's not going to be scoring scoring podiums unless they're sort of shock ones like uh, charles leclerc got in austria and racing point has potential and also it has it has pretty significant investment coming in from Lawrence stroll and uh, and his consortium so a good move pretty much across the board for sebastian Vettel. Yeah, I think Vettel's the kind of driver who likes being loved, basically. When he's, when he's at the centre of a team, when he's their star attraction, uh, he's often at his best. It was true at Red Bull, it was true at Ferrari. Both his final seasons, um, the final season at Red Bull and the final season this year at Ferrari, when, when he's felt a bit uneasy about his future, felt that maybe the attention isn't 100% on him, he's struggled a little bit. So I don't know if there's a psychological reason for it or a natural ebb and flow of um, ebb and flow of a career but I think going to Aston Martin being the, the big star name um, having the support of a full manufacturer and having a car that's got a chance to be quite competitive it's not race winning machinery it's not as you know automatic a box tick as getting in a Mercedes and 
being successful, but I think he sees a sees a chance to build something around him. And if that team moves forwards, if it does start delivering regular podiums and fighting for wins in 22, 23, then you know that'd be part of part of his success, and you know it'd be uh, as big a triumph for him almost as it would have been taking Ferrari on to a world championship. Yeah, it's interesting what you say there about the manufacturer status because it's kind of a it's kind of a weird one Aston Martin for next year in terms of Lawrence Stroll owns the Aston Martin sports car company, but the Racing Point team isn't the Aston Martin team. Like it, it will be known as that, and it's sort of a sort of a franchise. You know, it's more more akin to what we saw in the sort of the the nineties in terms of manufacturers aligning themselves with uh, with racing teams because that because the, the the Racing Point operation is a a racing team. You know, it's an entity in its own right, sort of marrying those together. But um, but it'll be it'll be interesting to see what that team does because by signing a driver of, of Vettel's caliber, yes, but also you know his past, his his pedigree is, is the word I'm searching for, the cliche that I'm searching for there. Um, they're heaping pressure on themselves in a way because he will he will expect things to be to be to be perfect, and I think he'd be in his rights to be as a four time world champion. So how do you think he will how do you think he will arrive there? And is it the sort of thing where, you know, does he does he have to go in all guns blazing and go, this is what it took to win us four world titles at Red Bull, this is what Ferrari needed to be successful and we need to do the same sort of thing? Uh, it's, I think it's going there with a sense of realism. It's not as if Racing Point's a team with seven consecutive championship doubles and the expectation is to win from the off and continue that reign of success. It's a team that's had a very positive season. It's a team where he sees foundations for going forward once the budget cap bites and the bigger teams are, are reined back a bit. Um, once the income streams are more equal between the teams, there should be you know, a chance for more success for the team. So he had the choice of walking away from Formula 1. In the end, his conclusion was he loved it too much. He loved the challenge. Uh, he loved the racing. And I think he's going to you know, view this as a project to build over two, three years, perhaps, rather than ex- expecting instant success next year. Absolutely. Well, it'll be very interesting to keep an eye on on his performance, obviously, in the Ferraris in later years. You know, he's been characterised by his unexpected driver errors and spins, the Seb spin, as uh, Daniel Ricciardo coined it a few races ago. It'll be interesting to see once he gets into a completely different uh, type of car and, 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 and things like that, whether those things disappear. John, well, we better leave it there because we're approaching the entrance to the track. We need to wrap up this bite-sized podcast, which, if you were wondering, we managed to do completely hands-free. We've got a nice little system that means we can record as we drive along and it not be unsafe. So... Thank you very much for your time this morning and thanks to everybody for listening along. Now, just before we go, we'd like to remind you that the latest issue of Autosport magazine is actually coming out today and will be available on the supermarket shelves and in newsagents as well as on the doormats of subscribers. There'll be a new issue of the magazine for you to pick up every Thursday, packed full of news, analysis and the usual stunning photography. And of course, if you want unlimited access to Autosport from the comfort of your home, visit autosport.com slash plus to find out how to subscribe to our digital package. We'll be back soon with another episode of the Autosport Podcast. Music is 6am by Trilo, written by Marcus Simmons. See soundcloud.com slash Trilo Music.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. I love the playoffs. Anything can happen. But the best part? It's like bonus football. And bonus football means betting bonuses with Gambit DC. For a limited time, you can get boosted deposits by 57% up to $1,000 on the Gambit DC app and up to a 57% multi-sport parlay boost at Gambit DC retail locations. It's the most exciting time to be a fan. So make your play and get the home field advantage with Gambit DC. Limited time offer, terms and conditions apply. Please bet responsibly. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.